Dr. Fred Foy Strang. Welcome to Moment for Mission. Sure glad you're joining me today. Today we're looking at a world changer. This podcast marks the 10th episode of Moment for Mission. I sure appreciate all you who have subscribed and sent in comments and left me engaging messages. Today we're looking at a profile of an amazing world changer to learn from her amazing life and accomplishments. First, let's take a moment for another Fred Foy fact. I've been involved in cross-cultural Christian service work since 1982, when, as a young college student, I spent three months working alongside a missionary family in the bush of East Africa. Since that time, with my wife and children, we've returned to serve the Maasai people in both full-time and short-term service ventures. Every now and again, I'm going to profile someone that I think has been a true world changer. Some from the past and some from the present day. The goal in these profiles is to glean lessons from their lives and how they tackled their mission. So let's get started on our first world changer profile. I enjoy reading biography. The stories of people's lives are both inspiring and humbling. Because of my area of study and expertise, I especially like to read missionary biographies. Today, I want to introduce you to, or refresh your memory of, an amazing woman, a world changer, Amy Carmichael. Amy Carmichael was a missionary best known for her lifelong service in India. Arriving in India in 1895, she served there until her death in 1951 at the age of 83. Carmichael's story is one of incredible devotion and determination. Though there were many discouragements and dangers, Amy Carmichael possessed a sustaining faith and a clear mission. She published over 30 books, was prolific in correspondence, and artistic in her poetry and prose. Her theme always focused on her life's mission, the practical workings of Christian service in mission and life. Carmichael had sensed the Vox Deo, the voice of God, at the Keswick Conventions. If you missed it or it's a fuzzy memory, I discussed the idea of vocation back in Episode 7, Mission, Vision, Vocare. Amy was born in 1867 on the east coast of Northern Ireland, the eldest of seven children. As a schoolgirl, she was described as impulsive, headstrong. She was moved at a missions conference in 1886 and another in 1887. She encountered Hudson Taylor, founder of the China Inland Mission, and Robert Wilson, founder of the Keswick Conventions. Her early foray into pursuing her mission was tumultuous. She was appointed Keswick's first missionary, but her application to serve in China was refused. With some impetuousness, she sailed for Japan in March of 1893, but her stint in Japan was short-lived, perhaps because of some health issues. After a little over a year, she traveled to China, 
but after only a brief time there, decided she should go to Sri Lanka. But again, she was only there some scant months before returning to the UK in 1994. It would seem that her brief and tumultuous missionary career was over. Carmichael wrote this about facing hardship. Let us not be surprised when we have to face difficulties. When the wind blows hard on a tree, the roots stretch and grow the stronger. Let it be so with us. Let us not be weaklings, yielding to every wind that blows, but strong in spirit to resist. In spite of her difficulties and discouragement, Amy Carmichael was still determined and pursued her life mission as a new opportunity to serve in India emerged. On November 9, 1895, Amy Carmichael arrived in India, and she stayed in India until her death there over 55 years later. Under her leadership, the faith mission Donavore Fellowship began. It grew and evolved over time. However, Carmichael pointed to March 6, 1901 as Foundation Day because that was the day the first temple prostitute, a seven-year-old girl, was rescued and brought to live with Amy. More and more girls were rescued so that an orphanage was established. Amy Carmichael became known as Amma, or Mother, and devoted the remainder of her days in that place. Biographer Eric Sharp reflects on her legacy and asks whether there are anywhere still to be found such all-or-nothing missionaries. No doubt Amy Carmichael knew her mission in life and stayed with it. So what are a couple of takeaways for us from this vignette of her life? Moment for mission. We are all unique and all uniquely gifted. Amy Carmichael was headstrong, independent, a bit of a rebel, if you will. She leveraged those personality traits to not only survive in a less-than-modern context and culture not her own, but was able to accomplish some incredible things. What are your best traits? How do you think those can be used in your mission or in helping your organization achieve its mission? moment for mission, sometimes things just don't work out. But that doesn't mean to abandon the quest. Don't give up. Amy had a rough start. Things didn't work out for her in Japan, nor in China, nor in Sri Lanka, nor in the UK, but she doggedly pursued her purpose. Amy wrote about that inner passion and drive. It is not the place where we are or the work that we do or cannot do that matters. It is something else. It is the fire within that burns and shines whatever be our circumstances. Have you had a failure or two in establishing or preserving your mission? Try something somewhere else. Keep listening for that vox, that voice of your calling. Moment for mission. An individual or organizational mission will take time. Be patient and persevere. Carmichael knew her calling was to be an international Christian service worker or missionary. It took a long time to get to that place. Then it took a long time to establish and begin to see the fruits of her labors. Are you frustrated with progress on your mission? 
Anything worthwhile is going to take a lot more time and effort than we think. Here's a fact. Did you know that as an inventor, Thomas Edison made 1,000 unsuccessful attempts at inventing the light bulb? When a reporter asked, how did it feel to fail a thousand times? Edison replied, I didn't fail a thousand times. The light bulb was an invention with 1,000 steps. Moment for mission. In order to sustain over time, our mission should have depth and meaning. Amy Carmichael's heart was moved with compassion by the perilous and perverse treatment of young girls in India. She did something significant about it. She wrote this, Do everything, anything, however menial, measuring it not by hours or by dollars, but by love. Is what you are pursuing significant? The Bible gives us some good guidelines for our thinking in this area in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Is it true? Is it noble? Is it right? Is it pure? Is it lovely? Is it admirable? Is it excellent or worthy of praise? These are the things you should think about. Amy Carmichael echoed this thought through her life and when she wrote, Let nothing be said about anyone unless it passes through these three sieves. Is it true? Is it kind? Is it necessary? I sincerely thank you for joining me for these first 10 episodes of Moment for Mission. I'd really love to hear your feedback. You can email me at fredfoystrang at momentformission.com or leave me a voice message at 772-882-7200. As we conclude today, I want to say thank you to subscribers and new listeners alike for joining in on this exploration of mission, vision, and purpose. Remember your moment for mission today as you go through your activities. Be passionate, be persistent, be pressing on. This is Dr. Fred Boy Strang. Have a great day.